We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Miami, 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, producer and co-founder, Brian Goins. I've muted Brian. Am I? No, I muted you. Oh, what's going on? (laughs) That's my bad. Uh, Listen, we're here. Last show before All-Star break. We weren't supposed to do this, uh, but some Kevin Love news broke last night that, you know, kind of pertained to the heat, and we thought it might be a good idea to kind of go over the possibilities of this, how that feels from a fit perspective. Uh, It was certainly the talk of Twitter today. Ira Winderman also had a report today. So, Brian, we got a ton to get into. Shout out to Blue Wire, our network. Shout out to the YouTube body and shout out to Twitch. We're streaming live every show, twitch.tv slash Miami Heapy. Shout out to audiences of Hangover Time. Everything, pod, everybody. We love you guys. Appreciate it. Leave us a five-star review. Like and subscribe on YouTube because you guys don't do that enough. And uh, leave comments because I like to read them and and see what you all are saying about what we say. Sometimes we talk about funny stuff and you guys don't even comment on that. Comment on everything. We want to hear it. Um, So, Brian. Yeah. Kevin Love, gonna be bought out, or has, has he been bought out yet? He's gonna. No, be he, hasn't, out. he hasn't been bought out. That looks like a report from today from Shams on the Athletic. Uh, they're working towards a buyout. Um, before we even get into this, can I talk really quickly how funny it was that you messaged me like twenty or like about twenty minutes ago? It's like, can you do a quick twenty-minute pod with me? And then the next text it said about love, and the first thing that popped in my mind is like, are, are we doing like a love like show pod, like in, ter- in terms no. of like trying to get you dating advice? It is, it is. We are close to Valentine's Day. We just passed <laughs> Valentine's Day a couple days ago. No, no, it's about Kevin Love. It's the only love we need right now. <laughs> and then that popped in my head uh, right after, but I thought that was funny. That um, is funny. So uh, let's let's go into some of the details. So I'm gonna look at this guy's feed. His name is Yozi Goslin from uh, i think hoops hype so he tweeted out a couple things today um one of the things that i thought was interesting was about kevin love so let me just go really quickly and read what he rewrote so he wrote that kevin love currently has 8.8 million dollars remaining owed to him from his 28.9 million dollar salary for the season if he was to give back the standard amount he'd get from signing with a new team which is around eight hundred fifty thousand dollars today um prorated 
then the Cavaliers apparently can open up the roster spot, whatever, and they can stay below the tax. So it actually helps the Cavaliers if he gets bought out and some team claims him um, in a way the Cavs can uh, fall underneath the luxury tax. So that's like one of the reasons why the Cavs, I think, are even more um, are going forward with the idea of buying him out. Um, 8.8 million is what he has remaining. So in my mind, I think he could probably give up about 2.3 if mommy would like to use part of their, um, part of their money that they have left um, under the luxury tax using one of their exceptions. So they have about 4.1 million of the biannual and then 4 million of the uh, remaining of their non-tax prior mid-level Using both, especially now that they are already past the trade deadline, will trigger the hard cap. At this point, it doesn't matter because they're not even going to cross the luxury tax. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, um, he has two open roster spots so much tomorrow. Bowie's out, so there's a possibility that they could go after two buyout guys. I don't know. Um, at the top right now, they, I think the two guys that are most linked to the Heat would probably, what, Love and, and Westbrook and maybe Ibaka as a, as a, like a third. So, yeah, I mean, how do, you, Kevin, how do you feel about that in terms of like of him um, taking that much money to come to, to the heat? Because I feel like that is a that is potentially Miami could offer more than other teams. And we yeah, can I mean, get in that have, later in the show if we like. They have their full mid-level, right? They have actually they did not use it. It's, they haven't used a full all of the full middle. They only use a the taxpayer portion. So that, so that they didn't trigger hard cap during free agents um, during free agency. So they, they could have spent they could have spent ten million. They decided to only spend about six to uh, sign this, Caleb this summer to sign who to sign Caleb Martin. That's how they brought gotcha. back Caleb on his new deal. So, okay, um, so it'd be the remainder of the mid level or or whatever, to, which is four point, which is four million. Let's say four yes. million. Yeah, I think they stopped right before the hard cap triggered, and then yeah, they also have the buy. They, they, they want literally like one dollar under before they trigger the, the hard cap. It was crazy. Yeah. And then classic Andy. And then they also have the biannual exception that they never use. So they yeah. can also potentially offer Westbrook some something in that like three to four million range, right? So um, if Miami was going to do this, I because right now they are, that's not the exact number right now because I do have it saved, but they are 4.7 million under the luxury tax right now. So you're okay. talking about splitting 4.7 million between two players. So okay. about 2.3 split 2. between 3 two each. Players. Yeah. Okay, so they can a do a little it. bit more, like two points. I mean, it, it's feasible if if guys want to give back money to play here and offer yeah. them. And I I think let's start with Kevin Love first. I think it's a no brainer for Miami. I think he makes a ton of sense on the team. I think he gives them the two things you're lacking most. You're lacking shooting, and you're lacking somebody at the wing at the four, really not not the wing, but the four. You also really kind of need another backup five because you know. We don't know what Yurt Seven's health is going to look like, and they're probably going to convert Orlando Robinson, maybe or maybe not. But I think Kevin Love is someone you trust more in the playoffs. He could play some backup five. He could play four. He gives you a pick and pop dimension that they haven't had since Olenek, which I think is important for somebody like Hero, who's yeah. uh, who's kind of emerged as a as a ball handler that he really wasn't earlier. He he just makes a ton of sense. Is he going to swing you from a, a six or seven seed to a two or three seed? Absolutely not, but he kind of fills in a spot of need, probably moves Caleb to the bench, so you could start Kevin Love, bam, Jimmy at his natural spot at the three, doesn't have to play so much four, and you can kind of mess with the defensive matchup, see who you want to put Love and bam on between the four and the five. You know, Tyler Hero, and then hopefully Kyle Lowry eventually, and if not, either Oladipo or Struess or even Caleb, although I'd rather him come off the bench. So you have you have options, Brian. I yeah. think it 
I you know I know that he has his hand his what is, I think it's a thumb injury. Um, that doesn't look too great. I know that his shooting he's at thirty five percent for he, the year. That's better than most Heat players, right? Yeah, I I will say he did speak, so he hasn't played recently. He's been pretty much like DNP'd for, for yeah. almost a couple of weeks, right? Um, he did talk at the I saw an interview. I think it was back. I want to say maybe January. So it's been a couple of weeks since he um, spoke, but uh, it seemed like the cat, like he felt like he was comfortable enough now with his like thumb injury. Um, I think he had probably enough rest since, uh, since that kind of happened, especially now um, that he said he felt comfortable enough to like start playing more minutes and have a bigger role. And obviously the Cavaliers went the opposite direction and stopped playing him. So <laughs> I feel like who knows? I, I, there might be, a lot more juice left in the tank with him right now, especially with the time off that he's taking. And same with like a guy like Russell Westbrook too. Like these guys, if they're right now almost going to go, what, two weeks? Russ Westbrook is going to go two weeks. Um, Love's going to be like a month since he's last played a game. They're going to be fresh, I think, coming in if they do um, both, you know, come to Miami. I think that's, that is a selling point in my opinion. Like you want guys who are healthy, but two guys that are going to be like more motivated to one win a role because I think both of them could potentially win a starting job. Maybe not right away. No, Brian, they they're can... not. They're not coming to win a role. They're coming here with the role promise. That's how the stuff works, right? Like Ke- Kevin, if Kevin wants to start, he's going to come yeah. in and say, "I want to start." And I, I liked Alex's message in chat where he's like, "I'm skeptical that Spo would even bench Caleb, but he's not against it." But I, I think that that is kind of the eventual ending place for that. So you think Miami is going to negotiate with his agent and be like, hey, we want to bring you in, but we don't want to bring you off the bench. We want you to start. That's that's the negotiation tactic for Miami. Or is that the negotiation tactic for Kevin Love's agent to Miami? I'm sure they asked. I'm sure that there's, you know, I'm not privy to these kind of exchanges, but I'm sure that they asked like, like, hey, like, so what, what you know, it's, uh, it's like, it's like I'll be on a dating app. So like, what are you looking for? And uh, <laughs> Kevin Love's going to be like, oh, you know, I want to, I want a starting role or, you know, or not. Maybe, I don't know. Depends what he wants. Maybe values winning. I mean, certainly this is a team that you come you know, if you want to at least try to make some noise in the playoffs, I think that a lot of, you know, a lot of contenders might not okay. be looking for that kind of position. The Warriors are also interested, which I think is probably going to be Miami's biggest kind of hurdle because I think he fits really, really nicely in that that team as well as a handoff big. I think Love is a great handoff big as he well. He almost went there. Didn't he almost get traded for Clay Dawson? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think so. Okay, so if we're going to go that opportunities, are we going to go the assumption that opportunity is more important than the money at this point? Like, if he decides that he's going to buy out, I don't know, give up two, three million dollars of his 8.3 million right now that's left on his contract, would him leaving for, say, basically, this is all that the, that say a team like the Warriors can offer? They can offer the remaining portion of the, um, not the remaining portion, the prorated portion of the vet minimum, which right now is about $900,000 for a player with 10 years of experience. Would that versus 2.3 million that Miami could potentially offer two different bio candidates, or they can even offer more than that. If they're going to just go after one guy and then bring in Orlando Robinson and a pro rated, they which can offer I, more. Yeah. Which I would, you know, I think that trying to split the baby here is a mistake. I think they should go after love aggressively and make sure that they get him. And then they figure out the rest. And I think if you have to cut Orlando Robinson, you have to cut Orlando Robinson. Like, I don't think Orlando Robinson should stand in the way of you getting this guy. No more undrafted yeah. projects. Or, this is a guy that's a proven NBA player that could play. That's good. And listen, you're taking a risk on an older guy coming off an injury, right? And that's that's just life. Like, you're not going to find a perfect guy in the buyout market. And again, 
they're not they're not doing this to contend. Maybe they're not going to win a title this year. I think you want them to be really competitive in the playoffs and win a series. And I think a guy like Kevin Love kind of fills enough holes that yeah. gets you to a place that if you get healthy enough, if you get healthy enough, you know, and if Kyle comes, and I know that nobody wants to hear this, but at the end of the day, it's true. If Kyle comes back and looks like he did when he was keeping the team up in November, then you have a shot of winning a playoff series. And I know, you know, we can all say this fucking sucks. We were playing for titles last year and now we're like hoping to win a first round series. Yeah, bro. That's life. That just, that's, that's where they are. Like this is the reality of their situation. And okay. if, if they can, if they can get to the second round this year, I think that's a success. At this so point. if you're Kevin Love, are you, are you looking more for playing time or the potential potential of winning a what second NBA title? What are you looking for more? I'm not Kevin Love. I don't. I I can't answer that question. But if I'm Miami, I can for sure answer. I can for sure offer role, probably more than the Warriors because they, you know, they what they need is help on their bench, right? So their lineup of Looney, Draymond, Wiggins, Curry, and Thompson is like yeah. the best in the league or something, right? And you know that's that's already a two big lineup, and that's there's not room for Kevin Love there, right? And I think Looney and Draymond are, are pretty like secure as the starters. Um, you probably want him off the bench with uh, with Jordan Poole and kind of because their bench lineups are really really bad. So yeah. I think that if you're Miami, you can offer him more of a role. Chat saying about Phoenix, I haven't seen that Phoenix is interesting. I have I also haven't seen that the Lakers are interested. Although he would make I guess a little sense there, but you know, with, with after the loss of Thomas Bryant and all that, but I I just think the Miami move makes the most sense for everybody, and that's why I kind of like it. I feel you. I personally, I think Miami still can offer one. They can offer the money, probably the most money of most teams. They can offer um, the most money. Yeah. They can offer probably a shot at getting a starting role, if not a starting role off the bat, but definitely a closer shot of a starting role than most teams. They can offer him the biggest role and the most money, and they're and not they a bad play, team. And I think that combined also helps him. One, he's going to be a free agent this summer. It helps him build up his stock so that when he becomes a free agent next year he might get a, a full at this point he's probably a mid-level player right so i think that is going to be important for a guy like kevin love and probably even a guy like russell westbrook at this point those are probably two like you know mid-level players that would hopefully would try to get something more obviously if Miami brings them in they wouldn't have their bird rights so like talking about more than just this season i, I don't know how many would be able to retain both of them without tapping into their exception money, which at, at this point would put them way over luxury tax. So this is more of like a, a rental for the season, see what happens kind of move, right? Um, but I think for them, they're thinking this is like a way to, one, get themselves more exposure, especially if they play really well in the playoffs and their team goes far and they had a contributing factor to it because they they were either starting or had a, a pretty significant role. That, to me, would lead to them getting, you know, a better pay raise next, you know, come next season. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely. I, I like them. Um, so kind of transitioning from 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 love to, to Westbrook. Uh, Ira Winderman uh, had a tweet today said have been told the heat are prioritizing something big over Westbrook or Beverly. After I hate the those- way that he phrased that, by the way, uh, he it's meant- not like he- they're doing something like like ex- like, yeah. like they're gonna make this big trade or something. But no, something big as in like a big, big man, like a tall guy. She <laughs> uh, should have said something tall. Uh, let's rephrase this for Ira. Have been told the Heat are prioritizing something. Someone tall. tall. Someone tall. Not Someone something big. Tall. Someone yeah. tall. Someone tall over Westbrook or Beverly. After examining those options, uh, so Love and Ibaka or Ibaka appear to be the priority as of now. So that makes sense. I know that there's some rumbling of Westbrook to the Clippers. I know that yeah. it's been reported that Miami's monitoring that situation and they're going to be aggressive. It's also some, you know, it's been reported that they're they're actually like you know encouraged by Lowry coming back, which is not the song that was being sung uh, two weeks ago. So that is what it is. At the end of the day, guys, they're stuck with him and he should play. And we saw him play at a high level earlier this year. And I think he got hurt and I think he's old and some stuff went sideways for him. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta maximize what you have. And I think, so like the argument for Westbrook is, and it's funny because I tweeted this, Westbrook's just a hooper, bro. Like he's just a hooper, and they don't got hoopers. They don't have hoopers. Jimmy Jimmy hoops and Bam hoops, and that's about it. You know. Yep. Uh, and they don't have dudes that just like play fucking basketball. They don't have dudes that make shit happen. They just don't. They have like a bunch of specialists or a bunch they of. They just grind out every single possession, and it's, it is soul tiresome for this. They team. don't have talent. If we're also being honest, they don't have talent, and they don't have yeah. athleticism, right? Like uh, you know, I wouldn't even call Jimmy talented. You know what I mean? Jimmy's a fucking force of nature. You know, like Bam's talented and like Tyler's talented and like Depot's talented. Like they don't have, but they don't have a ton of guys on the roster that are like talented. And like Russ is a guy that's talented. Um, So you bring a guy in that, that gives you pace, right? That's going to help you get, put some rim pressure because they just, Lord knows they have none. Yep. Cons are bad defender, negative floor spacer. And I think we've seen Russ when Russ isn't like the center of the offense. When Russ is the center of the offense, it looks great. In Washington, it looked good. When the Rockets went to PJ at the five and kind of eliminated the Capella element, they looked great with Westbrook at the throttle. Washington looked awesome with Westbrook. The Lakers looked pretty good with Westbrook off the bench running that second unit. So the issue with Miami is that he's not going to be the main focal point of the offense. It's always going to be Jimmy and Bam. And if you even if you deter Tyler Hero's kind of on-ball reps for a one-year rental... I don't think that's worth it 
I do think that if they do sign him, it's not negative because they force a lot of turnovers and he's going to juice their transition offense more than it already is. And I think that's a huge plus. I think just anybody that could get to the rim is important. Uh, uh, any modicum of athleticism is important. So I don't even think that the move would be bad. They need something. Yeah. They need a spark. You but know, I was watching a, a video recently um, from Thinking Basketball, so Ben Taylor. Um, he posted a video back in 2019. This is a video actually I was rewatching today because it was something I watched when Miami was, um, you know, initially had um, interest in him uh, back when he was going to be traded for OKC, and then he also got traded to the Rockets. But at the time, Miami had interest in trading for him, and I think. Part of that um, excitement was one, obviously all the offensive co contributions, but he actually is not a bad defender on ball. Off ball, he's terrible. On ball, he's actually, he's not bad. His uh, defensive metrics were pretty great um, back when he was with OKC. I don't know how they are this season, but honestly, he hasn't been on the best uh, defensive systems as of late. But let's just say like something that I was actually really interested in is that he actually was leading the league in deflections. For, for a few seasons, um, a lot of steals, but like just deflections in general is, is basically what this Miami's defense has kind of turned itself into. And I feel like that would be a good fit defensively for him in terms of how he would like to play off ball to gamble on those steals as well. Um, and, and I think personally like him mixed with like a, a Nola Depot type while might suck offensively, I still think it could hold itself on its own defensively. So I don't know. I feel like there is ways to put him on the court with some of these guys that obviously aren't great shooters, guys like Bam, guys like Jimmy, and guys like Victor. But um, if you go after a guy like Russ, I think there are some things on defense that people don't expect from him um, on that end of the floor. I think he's just bad, Brian. I think he gambles too much. He's, like you said, he's really poor off ball. I think in some situations on ball, like he's good and he's active, right? So that's why like the, the deflections come from. But I'm not a fan. I think that Miami, you run a ton of switch offense anyway. So there's a lot of ball screening happening, right? And that's he's going to be responsible for that. He's not the point of attack guy you want. I think he's bad when he gets jammed in a screen. Not a good screen navigator. So I, I don't know. Uh, Ken Bonners in chat says, Windhorse reporting, uh, Suns want Kevin Love now. So it's going to be a race. I mean, like he's clearly like, he's the best player of, Westbrook is the best player available. I think Westbrook is, Westbrook is certainly the most talented player available, and he's certainly the best player available. I think he's the most difficult to make work. Um, I don't see on his Twitter channel. Is that on ESPN, like on TV? Maybe. I don't know. We're taking what Ken Bonners in chat says uh, as gospel. But okay. that must I be do, on TV. They must I think, play like pregame or something before the. No, today's Thursday. I don't yeah, know. Ken, Ken Bonner said it's on TV. Okay. I, Brian, I do think that the way you get the most out of this team. Is if you get if you get love, he plays well, and if Lowry comes back and plays well, I think mm -hmm. you can get to a point that you have a good team again. I think they're a good team now, but I think that you get to like a like a like a. I think you separate yourself from from for sure New York, and possibly catch Brooklyn. And I think that the idea of them getting to four is is kind of dead. I think at this point you want six or five. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, those are the two matchups you want anyway. You want Cleveland, and you want or you want Philadelphia. So yeah. either one of those are the matchups that I think you're going to fish for. Why am I wilding? Everybody's saying I'm wilding. Every, what am I saying? I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at Phoenix's um, what Phoenix has available to spend. They actually have more money than Miami could spend. They do. Yeah, they actually have 5.1 million still of the tax pyramid level. So right now they haven't even spent that much left under tax pyramid level, which means that um, they won't go over the luxury. They won't go over the hard cap. But you can't trigger the hard cap because they don't even have. 
the non-taxpayer mid-level to use. So they haven't even touched most of that taxpayer mid-level. They only have used like 1 million of it. So they must have signed like a second round pick with that or something. And that's it. That's all they spent of it so far. Because I know for a while they were with the old ownership, they were trying to save money on the luxury tax. Well, this new owner, he's he doesn't care about the luxury tax. So yeah, I could see them being really competitive using that. To, and they have an extra roster spot. They have 14 out of 15 players signed. He's he's zooming. He's ready to go. Yeah. So we'll see. So I, I think he's, I mean, I think all these good teams after him clearly show that there's, there's it's going to be competitive. Um, I miss these guys. I don't miss Jacobo Diawara. Uh, Flor, Florida Nando says, don't worry, guys. We'll end up with no. Jacobo Diawara and Michael Doliak. Um, I have one Michael Doliak story, and I think I've told this on the pod a million times, but a friend went to Publix to meet Udonis Haslam. Uh, right as my friend got to the front of the line, Udonis' shift ended, and Udonis gets up, and there sits Michael Doliak, and my friend just goes out loud, man, I don't want to meet Michael Doliak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I can live again. Ask, how do I subscribe via Prime? Glad you asked. If you ever have a question like that, exclamation point Prime in yep. chat on Twitch. Do it on you your computer browser. Do it on you your get, on your laptop or your gotta computer. Gotta be on a web browser. Gaming.amazon.com. Log in. Click your Twitch account on the left, and you can use your Prime sub once a month on your favorite streamer. And I hope that's me uh, or us. Uh, Ken Bonner says, uh, "Love having an opportunity to join a real contender for more money. Seems like an easy option. He, they can offer a role here, and Miami's kind of nice. You know, it's it's nicer than Phoenix. So you never know. So Miami's gonna be in the thick of it." Um, it's gonna be funny if they don't get him, and how mad everyone's gonna be at Pat Riley. So look out for that. Westbrook. Yeah, but we can offer the UCLA like, you know, duo back together for the first time since whatever 2010. When was that draft? Beasley got drafted 2010. 2009. 2009. Okay, so the first time since 2009 they can be together on the same team. That's a selling point. Yeah. So you know that's kind of that's kind of where we are. Uh, Goran Dragic also bought out. So if they he's not bought out. out. He might get bought out. He might get bought out. He might get bought out. Fuck it, bro. Let him come. I'll bring him back. It'd be weird. You know me. I've been wanting him since since he left. He has played really bad. Uh, He's been bad. He's been bad. So is Gabe. He's been bad. We're being honest. Yeah, everybody just wants Gogi for the feels. I don't know. I will say this. I warn you. You want a guy back for the feels, and if they look like a husk on the court, you may say, "I didn't. I didn't want to see that. I wanted my last memory of Gogi not to be that." So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind before. But I'd like him back. Uh, I love Goran Dragic. He's one of my favorite Heat players ever. One of my favorite Heat point guards ever. So, so that's it. And that's really our last show until All Star breaks over. Uh, we'll bring you news as it comes, uh, and, and then we'll kind of go from there. Uh, you know, this is a little impromptu show that we did. You know, uh, to show you. So love you guys. Enjoy All Star break. Enjoy a vacation from us. And uh, we'll see you. Listen, we got hangover time. The Friday, the NBA returns. We got Bucks. We got Heat. Hangover time's going to two a week. That's a fun. That's that's fun. Woo! Hangover time. Dude, we back. get two black in times next week. You get no. no there's only one because there's only uh-huh. one uh, one game left in February. So uh, enjoy that, and then uh, we'll see you guys after All Star break. Take care, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.